Season 1, Chapter 5, Do Your Job. Welcome to Starting Now, a Barry podcast presented by CinemaSins. Hello, everybody. This is Starting Now, the Barry Podcast with Chris Atkinson and Barrett Sher. Hello! And Mike Hester. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I don't have any silly intros like you yes. do. Yes! <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about this episode that Mike Horses yeah, had a yeah. pitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, in, in uh, Chapter 5, Do Your Job, this is all about Barry and Taylor, who who wanted to do the job the last time, he told him that you know, hey, whatever you're into, this is what I want to do too. Um, and he, Taylor is calling him and he's like, "Hey, Barry, what's up? <laughs> let's uh, let's do this. killing people. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> kill those jets. Yeah, just kill, just kill those kill, kill those oblivion jet. Yeah, let's do that. Oblivion and then, jet. And yeah. then uh, and then like and then like his next message is, like, "Hey, Barry, have you done that? <laughs> I want in. I just call it one in, man." Uh, and then he's, it's sort of that, it's sort of a fight, a tug of war between him and Fuchs uh, oh, yeah. in this one, because, um, Fuchs, uh, <laughs> finds, you know, finds out that he's told him about this and there's a big scene where Fuchs is like, goes in the shower and he's like, shit, <laughs> fuck, uh-huh. <laughs> fuck. He's like, all right, I thought about this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Walks out in a towel. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. I thought about this. You know, for for a one note character, a character that starts off as one note as as Taylor, mm-hmm. there is some nuance to him. There's some there's some weirdness to him. He's not just like David Putty or anything like that. Like like there's there's more to that character than I initially expected. Especially given those voicemails of just being like, mm. "Hey, you killed those Bolivians. Yeah. I want in. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. fuck yeah, man." Yeah, and and he seems he seems pleasant. He seems nice, but he seems like. He seems like he would do anything for Barry, but he's just he's just a, like a like a loser. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, he's uh, I, I I just he's all id, right? If we were going to be yeah. Freudian about yeah. the whole thing, he's all id. Like everything he everything that he does is either you, you know like fuck yeah, let's do this, and uh, and you know like when they're planning this whole uh, the, you know he's he this is later in the episode, but like. When Barry is like sitting there, like telling him, "Okay, we're gonna go in here, and you know, I want you to just know that I, you know, this is what we're gonna do, and just in case this happens, and and Taylor's just got this blank, yeah, stare, mm-hmm. like I, all I want to do is just go in here and do this. <laughs> yeah, he, uh-huh. yeah, he doesn't that, care about the plan. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't seem to totally care about his own life in a lot of ways. No. It's just so something. You just wonder if something went wrong when he was in the service. Something's something with went that guy. Yeah. really wrong, and he came out of that just totally fucked up. Yeah. So, uh, and he doesn't have like an outlet like maybe Barry does. Barry yeah. has been a hitman forever and has killed people. He wants violence. He wants that in his life, and he hasn't had a way. And he sees a way, and he just he wants in. He doesn't care how. He doesn't care what the consequences are. He wants in, and he's absolutely dead set on it. So. It's, a, it's a nice juxtaposition because I believe that he's listening to those voicemails on the way to acting class, mm-hmm. where just like a fucking mm-hmm. middle school, uh, Gene has posted the the, yeah. the roles for the Macbeth showpiece yeah. 
on the fucking front door and everybody's running up and looking for their yeah, fucking you have the one thing. guy who's like i better be tight as hydronicus uh, i better yeah. be tight <laughs> he's like i'll burn this whole thing to the ground <laughs> he's like puck puck again um but uh but yeah that's uh, uh you have a little bit of uh you know uh he gets to talk to sally a little bit but sally ain't having it still and and talk about some real shit right there by mm. the way because in any other show it would go either one way or another, right? It would either be like, I'm ghosting you, fuck off, or, okay, let's talk this out, let's let's resolve this, that kind of thing. But it's it's the best of both worlds, right? He, she's just like, she she's trying to blow him off at first. He's, you know, relentless about uh-huh. it. And then she's like, here's the actual adult way to do this. Like, give me months, give me a, a, a long time to get over this because there's some shit happening here. And that's some real ass dialogue. Right mm-hmm. there. I love it. And she breaks out the toxic masculinity line. I think you have some toxic masculinity you need to deal with that really lands with him. And he starts thinking about mm-hmm. his own issues. And as the episode goes on, he's trying to dial things back. And I think it goes all the way to the last scene, which we'll get to. It eventually. really does. It does go back to the the change in directors. So we had Bill Hader for the first three. Mm. Then we had uh, Maggie Carey uh, directed the the fourth one, which, again, I thought took a very different perspective, mm-hmm. maybe for the betterment, betterment of the series. But this is uh, Hiro Mirai comes mm-hmm. in, who had directed some episodes of uh, of Atlanta, right? Yep, yep. And who famously directed the This Is America Childish Gambino video. Mm-hmm. And I think this guy's a fucking genius. Yeah, and I if, think he's amazing. And if you've been, if you've seen it, the Guava Island that was on uh, Amazon. Oh, he did uh, that. He's done that too. I wasn't a big fan of that. Like, oh, yeah. it's it's a, it's a breezy movie. It's like an hour long or whatever, and it's fine. It's mm-hmm. just it's not. It's just not. It's it's got that same look. He's got a good. He's got a look to his things mm-hmm. that uh, is, uh, especially in his Atlanta episodes. Those he he he's definitely this one of those guys we're gonna have to keep an eye on mm-hmm. in the next few years and see what he comes out with because i hope he brat branches out of tv and does features yeah yeah he's one of those type of guys um you brought up the toxic masculinity thing which i thought was a it, it, they he throws this off as a funny line with fuchs when fuchs yeah. tells him that uh he needs to kill taylor uh and he's like we don't go around we don't kill kill marines like that you know that's toxic masculinity uh-huh. <laughs> so it's it's a funny line but it also shows you how he took that line he's he's thinking this whole time i'm going to be found out i'm going to be found out i'm going to be found out when she says you have toxic masculinity he's like oh no does that mean that she's saying that in reference to me being a killer Mm -hmm. you know cold-blooded killer she must be Mm -hmm. and then when he Mm -hmm. says that it's funny but it's also like it makes sense it makes logical sense to his character to think that toxic masculinity means cold-blooded killing yeah 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 and he starts to see the hitman part is that and some of the if he's killing people he doesn't need to kill and i don't know if he's had that before that that's something that's oh yeah and then it gets reinforced later on we're skipping around a little bit but it gets reinforced by the the acting troupe or whatever yeah because he does the it's a great great scene where he's playing in Macbeth. It's the the spot scene with Lady Macbeth. Mm-hmm. Yes. And of course, uh, uh, Darcy Carden is playing <laughs> yeah, the, Lady was, Macbeth. Is it Natalie? Yeah, Natalie yeah. character is playing it. And, uh, you know, uh, 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 Sally's back there just like a, you know, a, a, a bit part. 
and Barry's playing Macbeth, and he's just all of a sudden, <laughs> do you mark that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And he's just waiting for this and that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, that brings up a discussion about, like, you know, the soul behind your character and who is the soul of Macbeth and what has he done? He's killed people. Well, and Natalie is playing this part exactly like Christopher Guest at the end of uh, Waiting for Waiting Guffman, Guffman yeah. uh, is uh, talking about how to do a British type of thing because she's she's over enunciating all the apostrophe words yeah. so like it's yeah. a lot of like error or ooh, <laughs> you know and all that and, and 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 there's no real affect to anything it's it's she really is saying the words it was what sally accuses her of uh-huh. and she's like that's very offensive and uh, and uh and but she really is that's what she's doing she's just saying the words. she's not in the character at all yeah 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 um and and sally really that's it it's pretty self-serving that she is doing this and taking her down. She's a very self-centered person. Oh, absolutely. I think we see yeah. a lot in this episode. And later on, after uh, Barry has said all of the, the stuff on stage, which we need to go more into, uh, and she says, boy, he you know, he went too far. She she is saying, everyone else says, oh, he's, he killed. You know, he, he has a whole different mindset that we didn't see, and they're taking his side, and well, she's going against him yeah. for different reasons. Um I thought it was, it was him on stage was the fascinating part, how it plays into Macbeth and Lady Macbeth at where he is saying, you know, if you take orders, then it's not as bad because oh, yeah. that is his reality. And he goes into this whole thing. And then Gene <laughs> says, <laughs> you know, the, the military that, you know, he thinks he's talking about when he's in, in the military, which makes perfect sense. And then what, what does he say? He says, uh, and I thank you. I thank you for your service. That real I think we fake, can all agree. Yeah, that real nice. fake thing. And like, even Natalie gives the like polite clap <laughs> uh-huh. and everything. And, uh, and, uh, and, and she says, and he goes, he goes, but I think we would all agree that if you kill outside of war, you're a fucking, fucking psycho. psycho. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that causes him to freak out. So yeah, I mean it's 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 interesting. There's so many parallel storylines happening in this episode, but starting with that toxic masculinity thing and then feeding into that Taylor needs to go thing and then reinforced by them saying, "No, you're a fucking psycho." Like the whole class is agreeing with him. Like who would do this as a normal human being? And and as he's developing as an actor he's developing as a character which is should be the polar opposite right you should have your personal life and then you should you know inform a character but these are both kind of like raising at the same time because he's never had a a personality basically until Mm -hmm. now yeah Mm -hmm. on top of all of this you have detective moss who's found the the, trying to bring the picture into the class and everybody's got here what is this is this a face on this so like, most time you look at a, you look at a person they have a face and uh i i love i love bill Hader in that scene he's sitting there and he doesn't know i mean his life could be fucked yeah and they're passing this paper around and he looks at it and it's just obviously okay and everyone's looking seeing that there's nothing there and well there was the one they said it's like see <laughs> What, what is the the one guy is like? We we're doing this scene once with CSI. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go and they just enhance the photos. Like, yeah. well, you know, well, like in the scene, 
we caught him. I'm yeah. just saying. She goes, <laughs> yeah, he goes, we did this on a CSI thing and, and uh, everything, and uh, we, we enhanced the photo. And she goes, enhancing's not a thing. That's yes, a thing. I know. Thing. Thing. <laughs> and then he goes, well, in the episode, we caught him. Yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm choosing to imagine that that's a CinemaSend shout-out. Yeah, time. it really uh, is. But then Kusno says, be on the lookout for a man with no discernible features. <laughs> he killed your friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, again, he... Gene and and uh, Henry Winkler is is awesome in this. And right before that whole thing, when they're looking at the stuff outside the the, the Shakespeare Festival or whatever uh, rolls, he comes out the door and he goes, "He's like the detective is here to ask you questions about the murder of Ryan <laughs> yeah. Madison." <laughs> <laughs> like that makes it real dramatic, uh, you know. And uh, so it leads to the fact that they know the person in the photo is over six feet. So there are three people in the class that that have that uh, description, mm-hmm. and so she re-interviews all these guys and everything. The the Barry's got this whole thing set up where if he, this ever happens, you know, she'll call the this number of people that know that can out give him an alibi and of course it's Fuchs who's got uh-huh. the box phone it's brilliant too <laughs> yeah I, that scene took me by surprise because there's so many different ways that it could go right mm-hmm. but he's so assured he's like yeah you know i went and hung out with you know john adams or whatever and then uh we went over to have an, a nightcap with like uh ramon sanchez or yeah. something ramon like diaz. that yeah. Yeah. and and it's it's said in such a way that you're like uh, that's that's pretty cool that's pretty measured i guess he's been through this before yeah but then the icing on the top is all the fuke stuff like yeah. going through the phones <laughs> yeah and he's got like 10 phones in this yeah. one box all with labels of the name of whoever supposedly calling yeah, yeah, they're yeah. calling mm-hmm. for um did you get the idea that she really wanted to rule all these guys out that this is because that meant that you could have the love interest with Cousineau, she I don't could, know where she's I, at with that because yeah, she complex. really wanted to rule. It's very him complex, out. isn't it? It is because she's using him. They're very clear about this on in these two episodes. She's using that connection to prolong her dalliance. And with she him, even says, almost slips up and says, "At Gene, I mean, Mister Cousineau." Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, in a sense, she's trying to get this done with so that she could potentially have a long-term relationship but i don't know if she wants that long-term relationship so in the meantime she's using this as a as a lifeline and that's why her partner is saying like why aren't you taking these things that we're done we're done with this Mm -hmm. and she's like no i want to i want to keep this going for a while but Mm -hmm. it's complex because i do think that in her instincts as a detective she does believe that it it matters yeah but she just can't figure out why it does uh-huh and and then so at the same time she's like well this is a, a chance for me to do this too is mm-hmm. explore this Cousineau relationship as well um so it is i that's that's what i love about that that dynamic is that it's never really one thing or the other but i think in the end it's her instincts as a detective that it means i need to check this out mm-hmm. more. exactly we could go into the gym where they are <laughs> to bring in the Chechens and all of that. Oh, yeah. We have, well, Hank, Hank notifies him by saying, you know, Goron wants to see you. And then has that gulp emoji. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> that, that is just like, awesome. And I mean, th- that's the, the part where you can tell how little 
Hank means to Barry at this point because mm. he's like, I am dead man. Uh-huh. And he's like, I, I don't care. I don't, I, don't I care. honestly don't care. But, but I'm dead like, man. He should, he should kill you. You brought a lipstick <laughs> yeah. camera to a hit. <laughs> <laughs> well, what can I say? I'm a gearhead, okay? <laughs> I love Gak. <laughs> I love that. What the hell is I'm, I'm, but I'm, I don't know, but it's awesome. I'm trying to figure this out. Does he say that in the first episode, too? That what, he loves, he's a gearhead? He's a gearhead? He, 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 he says he's a gearhead, yeah. yeah. But he doesn't say the gak part. No, he doesn't. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so oblivious. It's yeah. great. And, uh, well, yeah, the whole gym scene is great because you got Goron. Goron is definitely attached to his family, right? Yes. Right? Because this, this girl, maybe she plays into it later on. Like, she definitely has some sort of connection to him. And, uh, my favorite part is Fuchs just pointing out some random kid. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, hey, doing hey, good, hey, good, hey, good job, <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> and she looks at him like, and Goron even's like, what? And, what? but, and Fuchs just, <laughs> just, just talks, yeah. Uh-huh. So just talks to him and like nothing happened there. You keep getting the idea that these Chechens, they just, they really, these guys don't, do they really believe that they're these mobsters or do they think, feel like they're in over their head or, but it, it's almost like they're not confident at all, which is why Fuse can just lead them well, so yeah, much. Because they, they don't, they don't want to do the stash house, uh-huh. right? Because of uh, all the pressure from the investigation. Yep. And yeah, I mean, he 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 pushes Goron several times yes. to say like, "You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this." And then when he finally gives the green light, like Barry goes in that night, mm-hmm. and he's got. This is why. I, I, I love this dynamic because going back to that scene where he's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. He tells him Taylor's involved mm. and all that. He comes out and I have to think that there's some intentional symbolism of all these. Bru- I've actually got him too. of all these bruises of him getting his ass beat like several episodes ago yeah. that are now green and yellow. Like uh-huh. he's regenerating yeah. essentially and, and reasserting his power. And he convinces Barry like, OK, you've got responsibility for Taylor now. Uh, I saved your ass with all that alibi bullshit. So remember how important I am to all this operation and, you know, essentially convinces him, at least for the time being, to take Taylor out. And I, I fully think that he went into that raid thinking that he was going to do that, that that's that's the only way that it could have happened. Mm-hmm. But that's such a nice that that scene in particular is such a nice dynamic mm-hmm. in exploring their relationship. Yeah. When we go to the uh, actual stash house uh mission and yes barry is trying to tell him all the things that he needs to look that tells taylor all the things he needs to look out for and whatever and taylor's got the glassy look on his face and uh and finally it's ready to go and it's all right let's go in and so they Uh go in and there's nothing 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 and then a guy coming in with groceries he's like and that's the first guy they shoot and then at first you're wondering is there even a stash house here is there even like anything illegal going on because they kill the guy with the groceries. They go into the next room. There's a bunch of people watching TV. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, they had said he had he had seen that room where he said, you know, they're torturing people. And Taylor yeah. says, sweet. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, obviously, they're not expecting any sort of assault. There's no security. No, they walk nothing. right the fuck they in. They walk yeah. right in. And uh, this, uh, this is such a great sequence. It's not a one shot. But uh, when they walk in, this, again, is Barry being shitty at sneaking up on people they walk into this fucking room where everybody's just like eating pizza and watching soccer or whatever and there's a pause before uh-huh. they just ice like just, all these people yeah. and then camera stays on that and you can hear the footsteps upstairs mm-hmm. and they're like okay this is where we got to go it's 
that's how you use action space, right? Yeah. That's how you say, like, here's where our protagonists are in space. Here's where they need to go to do the next thing. You it's, know, uh, the uh, the thing that they say in the after Barry episode is that Hero Mirai, and they, I think they mentioned this on the next episode because he's done he does both the mm-hmm. next episodes. But uh, they said that he goes in and takes two or three shots of something, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then he's and he's on his way. And uh, yeah. and <laughs> so it's it's got to be done, right? Yeah. Like it's so got to be done. I really noticed that, like when they were editing it, right? When they were like, I don't know, it's almost like it was easier to edit because yeah. you could do that. So it's got to be, and they hit it. And so. I guess it's not for everybody, and it's probably difficult to do because you've well, got to get that shot perfect. I think, right? I think some, I think some, maybe this is wrong, but I think some directors want to have as much coverage as possible. Yep. Yeah. So when they get that, when they get all that, and they're like, oh yeah, we got that scene, they fall in love with everything yeah and so that's this 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 yeah Yeah. so they get into that whole like we got to show this and this and this and this and this and this and it becomes a cut up mess Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. instead of uh, a coherent thing and uh that's what i appreciate about an episode like this yeah Yeah. it's genius and i mean this whole this whole sequence is just is, is maybe my jaw was the first time i saw it my jaw was dropped because i didn't think this show would go there mm-hmm. like uh, i figured it would be like an outside shot some gunfire or whatever that kind of thing but they literally take him through and you can tell that they've been trained i did see the behind the yeah. scenes on this where he has to reload without yeah, yeah. He has to load he almost kind of but got it's it. amazing because well, they brought in actual yeah. guys to train them to how train to do them. that and uh-huh. he said that he only got it right but, once and he nearly ruined that take. <laughs> yeah she's like you almost like hey i got it right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'd be doing the same thing uh, yeah. yeah i know it'd be amazing <laughs> it's, uh, so this is a curious thing. You've got the humor. They're right outside the big, uh, big uh, room and everything, and you got that wonderful moment where Taylor goes in. Leroy, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I find it fascinating that they have Barry wants to do it the very, very controlled. Uh huh. He wants to do one, two, three. We go in together, and he, yeah, he yells Leroy Jenkins like that famous YouTube video. And, and you're sure he's and, dead, right? You got it. Sure well, and Barry like the original Leroy Jenkins. More, most of, more importantly, Barry thinks he's dead because yeah. he's going to hope. He's hoping that it does happen. Uh huh. He yeah, doesn't have he, to go through with exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. So, and then he comes around and gets knocked out and all that. Have you seen? You know the original, the Leroy Jenkins. Oh yeah. To yeah. Explain. I figure most people would know that, and I just. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> I love yeah. that. It's, it's, it's perfect. It is perfect. And then he gets knocked out, and when he wakes up. Taylor's just iced everybody. Yeah, yes. it's great because it, it's confusing to me because why does that motherfucker knock him out instead of shooting him? Yeah, I know. But whatever, it leads to that great dream sequence of him with his future child. Oh, yes. Who's oh. named Denzel. Denzel. <laughs> they, yeah, they made that the punchline. It's a whole thing where it's like he's telling his son, like, don't fight in school. And, uh-huh. and you know, you're better than that and everything. And he says, now go back to class, Denzel. <laughs> so great yeah no it is amazing when he does wake up that you're like what the fuck just happened like that actually he turns into like a fucking wolverine i thought for a minute it might be like a flashback of somebody talking to him but no it was another flash forward but he has the idea of in the future i am going to be a better person i'm going to have a kid i'm going to tell him not to be violent that's not okay this is not how you act even though my whole life has has been like that for the last 20 years or or whatever Mm -hmm. so it's a it's another good look into his psyche into his mindset 
and then he wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> I asked this guy right here. I asked, uh, this yeah. I asked all these motherfuckers in here, yeah. too. And then they find, uh, he finds, he finds a- Taylor finds a bunch of money um mm-hmm. and uh starts piling in they said all they said was uh there were going to be a bunch of guys right we killed right. those guys mm-hmm. so they didn't say anything about this money and and so there's putting in what i believe is fifty two thousand dollars into a <laughs> well, by a boat imagine how many chicks we can get with us <laughs> um and uh so so then while he's getting that money in barry is like okay i need to shoot this guy and he's like got the barrel right up to his head and everything uh cuts to uh fuchs who's in a hotel and who's obviously been like sweating it out yeah. the entire time mm-hmm. and in and when he sees barry walk through he couldn't be happier he knocks over all the stuff that he's been drinking he's like oh my god barry oh my god uh, is there any affection there <laughs> yeah fuchs I think, really likes barry he cares I, yeah. about him. they are family he's relieved it's the same thing as when he came back from hitting the uh or 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 the failed hit on on Ryan and all that stuff, mm. where he gives him a big hug, you get the sense that it's like maybe sixty forty that my paycheck has walked back from this, and then forty of like actual affection. Mm. And I think that's played purposefully. Yeah. But I think when it comes to ranking things of importance, being successful in the business and getting the stash house is more important. That's what I'm saying. Than yeah, yeah. Killing his kid. I think yeah. the, ta- the skill. Yeah. He is genuinely glad to see Barry come back personally but i think it's more professionally too yeah monetarily hmm. or do you get the sense it's the other I, way around? i get it the other way around or else it wouldn't have been portrayed as it was interesting uh the uh it's now it you could be right it just could be as some additional flavor that they've thrown into this because you don't usually see that uh it, it it seems like there's a disconnect a lot of times with these type of characters when they've ordered somebody to go out and do something or they weren't ever a part of it. You don't see them emotional about it at all. When that Mm. person comes back, you know, it's a, it's a rare thing to actually see the person and you can tell just by one shot that he's been doing this the whole, like probably the whole morning or whole night or whatever. Um, and, uh, I, 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 I do think that yes, the money is a, is a huge factor and everything, but I, I think there's a little bit more to it than that. I think the emotional part was a little bit, is a little bit higher. It's definitely the there for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Sure. You don't see that. You don't see that in like polar. Yeah. When, <laughs> when Duncan comes back home after killing a bunch yeah. of fools. Yeah. You just, you don't, I mean, I don't, I can't think of any examples of, of where there's a character like Fuchs. Uh, who are who ordering people to kill or whatever, but you can see it in like, you know, I mean, I gave mobster crime bosses, whatever, who've gone and said, Hey, you need to go out and do, you don't see them mm-hmm. like all happy and like, you know, worried that they're, you know, the person that they sent out because most right, of the time yeah. it is professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, then Taylor comes in and Taylor does come in, comes I wanna, in and I'll, sits. I'll go ahead. I want to ask you about that because yeah. the show has set you up or set me up at this point to where I genuinely don't know whether he's going to kill Taylor or not. In right. that moment where he's got the the gun. Cock, yeah, we don't know. I could see either scenario happening in that moment. Mm-hmm. I even had the same thought before I realized that I knew what happened when I watched it the second time. Uh, and I think that's a credit to the show, to where it's like, you don't know which direction we're going in. He could exactly. ice his fool right now, and everything would be different. Or he could really complicate things and bring the, the guy back. And I think they obviously chose the more complicated way and then when you see taylor show up you're like holy fuck wow uh-huh. this is going to yeah. change 
like the dynamic for the the rest of the season, exactly. right? Exactly. And I think that's where the through line of the toxic masculinity thing comes in because he's sitting there normally, you know, if this had been like a year before, he would just would have just killed him. There wouldn't have been even a thought. But now he has this idea, I can be a better person. I don't want to be toxic. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't kill him and he's thinking he can have, you know, so now maybe he's doing actually the right thing. He doesn't want to kill a Marine. And also he's thinking maybe Taylor can be my replacement. We start well, to see is, that in the next Because obviously he sees how effective he is. He yeah. took out the whole fucking yes, stash fun, no by shit. himself, right? Uh-huh. And that last shot of him, like, high-five. And just, like, refuses. Uh-huh. And Taylor just doesn't care. He's just like, high-five. All right, you didn't. Whatever. No high But it, do, it does translate. That do, that his uh, sort of his diss there does translate into the next episode, mm-hmm. though, because when they when they – there's in the next episode they ask he asks uh, he said you should ice that you should ace that dude mm-hmm. and he goes what fuchs or whatever and he's he's like uh he's a pretty cool guy he's like that guy that dude sucks <laughs> <laughs> and so like you know it does it does come back to that i, I think that it um it, it's it's really interesting how much barry wants him to be a good guy a stand-up guy someone that he can rely on you go back to the very first episode, very first scene of the episode where they're at the fun fair mm-hmm. and Taylor's been calling them and he's just asking Chris over and over like, Taylor's, he's a good guy, right? Yeah. He, he's a good guy. And like, it turns out he was like the first guy to ever be kicked out of this, of this, of what is it? A, a group like, that's like, like a PTSD. A yeah. PTSD, get them back. And so the guy has PTSD and all that. And they kicked him out because he's too much, but he just, he is so desperate and so needs to believe that he can do this and that it'll be okay <laughs> and that he can maybe take over. So, and that also has the, the scene where, uh, he hits the, he has the, the, the toy gun yeah. <laughs> and he wins her at ding. So here you go. Oh, okay. Good. It, right. it should, there's a that. lot that is there that, that, uh, is brought up by that scene. First off, Barry gets to meet his, Chris's family, which is going to be mm-hmm. a huge thing oh, later yeah. on. The fact that Chris can't shoot, anymore mm-hmm. i mean it, it's saying he's rusty but it, yeah. it's saying he can't shoot anymore right mm-hmm. and that's going to factor into his, some of his decision you see the decision in the next episode and then barry just goes up there and just without even thinking about it yep. hits it mm-hmm. uh so much done and just you know that's a that's a that's why these shows are great right yep uh, that's just a thrown away like that you you don't don't even need to take anything out of that to enjoy the episode but that just one shot tells you so many things Mm -hmm. that are about to happen so um i really love that that well that's one thing about the show is so often there's a there's a look there's an expression there's a little joke thrown in that adds to it and is funny Mm -hmm. like with the like with him shooting that and getting the rat um and that's part of why we love it and i think it adds even more right after you know the show the berry Dun, 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 all that uh and then it says that sharon doesn't he he doesn't want his wife sharon to know that they were hanging out that adds oh, yeah, to yeah, it yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. she thinks that he's nuts and yeah he is and then he you know he takes their picture and he has his own uh flash forward yep. dream yeah. with sally of um you know being with the kids and all of that and and having that picture and uh, it makes you kind of feel for Barry because he is so just wrong. <laughs> he is. Yeah. This is this yeah. is my favorite episode of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, there's there's parts of later episodes that that absolutely just murder me. No mm-hmm. pun intended. Yeah. But like it, that I love. But 
start to finish, especially coming on the heels of what I thought was the lowest point in the series or in the season in episode four, this one absolutely blew my balls off. Yeah. Balls were blown. Yeah. Um, Boom. Another another random. I hope they grew back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Another random thing uh, when they're when Barry has been interviewed by Moss and he goes back out into that that waiting area and mm. he's talking to Jermaine and Jermaine's like, "Hey man, you think Eric did? I think Eric did this." <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and Eric's like waves at him and everything from afar and Jermaine turns to him and goes, "See man." <laughs> he's one of those characters that has a small roles and he and but that when he says something it's hilarious and it's great and there's some in there's a scene in episode six but we'll <laughs> we'll yeah. get to that yeah um we didn't touch on the uh that what what's her name was jealous about zach that sally went off with zach at the oh, in yeah. episode oh, four yeah. i thought that was another way that sally is being different from the group and kind of being not liked but it's showing how she is very self-centered again and very different so oh yeah man i mean I think I said in the last episode or maybe the one before, I you know, I don't I don't know if we're supposed to like this character. Like, I think really starting in season or episode three is where her true character started coming out after she sleeps with with Barry. And it's like, all right, instead of that first couple of episodes where it's all inclusive and warm and trying to, to help Barry, trying to to help the other people in her group, it's all it's all about her now. Mm hmm. Yeah, but uh, that scene that Mike brought up, uh, the you know they're in the bar and she, she is reacting to what happened with Barry and like also causing her own damage at mm -hmm. the same time. That's basically mm -hmm. where that's coming from, and she's now realizing that maybe she's gone to a, a little bit too far too because exactly uh natalie's been at, talking about this zach dude for weeks she, yep. everybody knew she liked that dude and then she goes off and and she's like well we're just we're adults it doesn't matter and he's like what is this middle school and it's like no it's acting class uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> she's like i'm trying to be constructive and she's like that's the opposite of constructive that's unstructured yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one thing i wanted to point out that i had in my notes was after the alibi she gets all the alibis and she really seems to want to believe them she does after that go to Jean's house to have sex. Oh with yeah, him. she fucks the hell she out of him. She is ready. He's like, oh, we're that. doing this. So that's that an is, episode five too. That's an episode five, that's and I I had forgotten that part, so I looked through there, and and that is so much of the reason to me why she wanted those alibis to be true, and she was just she was going with it. It seemed to me she was going with it a bit too much. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a great scene though. She tackles. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, we're doing this. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're doing. Oh, this. We're doing this. Yeah. All right, well, uh, that was uh, episode five of, of Barry. Uh, yeah, definitely one of the, be the best ones of the season. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, all right, well, uh, we have some uh, some uh, social media set up if you wanted to talk about this episode. Yeah, go to, to Twitter. It's on the show notes. Go to SoundCloud. Uh, Twitter is at now starting, and Brother Mike is, is handling that handle, and we'll be all checking out with it. Um, give your questions there. Give your comments there. Go to SoundCloud on that page and give your questions and comments comments uh we love it uh, we love hearing from you what was the what was the twitter handle called it's again? at now starting okay so it's inverted because apparently somebody had there's somebody already had now. a starting now assholes huh? yeah <laughs> who could that be i don't know Dude, we need to we need to we're giving them advertisement this i hope it's not like some like nazi twitter <laughs> <laughs> starting now the fourth right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs>
<laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> I gotta look it up. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, that'll do it for this episode. It's Chris Atkinson, Barrett Share, Mike Esther. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>